Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, today we're talking diabetes. And actually today we're going to talk type 2 diabetes and then next week we will talk TD1 or type 1 diabetes. So it's such a fun topic, right? Unfortunately, it's one I'm asked about a lot and not unfortunate in the sense that I don't want to answer the questions about diabetes, but unfortunate that it is such a common health issue. And so today we're going to talk about what is diabetes, why should we care about it, and how do we stop it from happening to us? Now, again, this is in reference to type 2 diabetes. We'll talk about type 1 diabetes next week. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner. I help women heal from chronic illness, autoimmune disease, and those symptoms that just won't go away. So I help you to stop chasing symptoms, find your root cause, and heal your body for good. All right, let's dig in. Okay, what is diabetes? So you've probably heard, you know, people may even say it's, you know, they they may call it the sugars and such like that, but we're going to talk about what diabetes actually is. So in both type 1 diabetes and type 2 diabetes, both begin with something called dysfunctional glucose metabolism. So our normal metabolism, as far as glucose goes, goes something like this. We eat food, that food is digested, and this is going to be a very simplistic review of metabolism here, but the food is digested, the carbohydrate part is broken down into simple sugars, most of which is glucose. Glucose, which is blood sugar, enters the blood and insulin is produced by the pancreas. And what insulin does is manage the transport and distribution of glucose around the body. It kind of acts like an usher. So it opens the door for glucose into different cells. And this happens for a bunch of different purposes. Some glucose is converted into short-term energy immediately for your body and cells to use. And then some is stored as long-term energy or fat for later use. Now, when a person develops diabetes, whether this is type 1 or type 2 diabetes, this process collapses. The metabolic process collapses. So with type 1 diabetes, you can't produce adequate insulin because the insulin-producing cells of the pancreas have been destroyed or are dysfunctional. We're going to talk all about how that happens, right? Um, It is generally the result of an autoimmune disease, an autoimmune um, disease of the pancreas, Now, type 2 diabetics, that's what we're talking about today, type 2 diabetics can produce insulin, but the insulin doesn't do its job effectively. So once the insulin starts giving orders, trying to usher the glucose around the cells, the body doesn't pay attention. The blood sugar is not metabolized properly, and this is also caused, usually starts as insulin resistance, okay? So I want you to imagine your body as an airport, complete with the huge parking lots, right? Each unit of your blood sugar is an individual traveler. So as you eat, your blood sugar rises. In our analogy, that means lots of travelers begin to arrive at the airport ready to take their flights. People would drive in, park in a lot, and walk to the stop where the shuttle bus is supposed to pick them up. Now, as your blood sugar continues to rise, as more people come to the airport, all the airport parking lots fill to capacity and people congregate at the shuttle bus stops. Now, the shuttle buses, of course, represent insulin. In the diabetic airport, there are all sorts of problems with the buses. In the type 1 diabetic airport, the shuttle buses just don't exist. There's just no shuttle buses, right? 
the only shuttle bus manufacturer in the known universe, Pancreas Company, was closed down. It closed, it's out of business, right? In type 2 diabetic airport analogies, there are some shuttle buses, but they don't work kind of where. They're kind of broken down. But in both cases, the blood sugar or the travelers never get where they want or need to go. The system breaks down at the airport and chaos ensues. So in real life, when chaos ensues, blood sugar gets elevated to dangerous levels, okay? Which causes lots of long-term health problems. Which brings us to why we should care about type 2 diabetes, right? And, you know, I care because it's a dis-ease process in the body, right? But there are real risk factors and real complications. People with diabetes have two to four times the death risk of from heart disease, two to four times the death risk of stroke. Uh, over 70% of the people with diabetes have high blood pressure. Diabetes is the largest cause of blindness in adults. Diabetes have the largest, it's the leading cause of end-stage kidney disease. 60 to 70% of diabetics suffer mild to severe nervous system damage. Almost all of the lower limb amputations occur in diabetics. And there's increased frequency and severity of gum disease that actually leads to tooth loss. So diabetics suffer from an increased rate of dental disease, pregnancy complications, susceptibility to other illnesses, and overall mortality or death. So Modern medicine, allopathic medicine, actually doesn't offer a cure for diabetes. What it does is it masks the symptoms, allows diabetics to maintain a reasonably functional lifestyle, but it never treats the actual cause of the disease. So because of that, once you're diagnosed as a type 2 diabetic, you face a lifetime of drugs and meditation. I wish you were doing meditations, but medications, which ends up making diabetes one of the most costly diseases. But there is hope. We can actually stop diabetes. You just have to have an open mind because diabetes, like any other chronic illness, any other autoimmune disease, any other dis-ease in the body, we have an enormous influence over it in lifestyle and diet and genetics, okay? Particularly in diabetes, the food we eat has a huge influence over this disease. It not only prevents diabetic type 2 diabetes, but it also treats diabetes. And so you're probably like, okay, Audrey, but then what is the right diet? And honestly, there are so many, most of you would probably say, this is where she tells me to get on the keto diet. And it's not, that's not what the research indicates is the best diet, the best eating plan for somebody with diabetes. But before we dive into that, I want you to know that diabetes is a disease of affluence. It's a Western diet disease. There's been many studies done on the diseases that influence or the diseases that happen in developing nations versus developed nations, okay? So there are two disease groups, diseases of affluence and diseases of poverty. Diabetes is a disease of affluence. So is cancer, including colon, lung, breast cancer, leukemia, childhood brain cancer, stomach cancer, and liver cancer, as well as all the heart disease implications, coronary heart disease. Now, diseases of poverty are things like pneumonia, intestinal obstruction, digestive disease, tuberculosis, parasitic disease, uh, metabolic and endocrine disease outside of diabetes, 
diseases that are involved in pregnancy. Now, these two groups <laughs> have been studied in depth. As a developing population accumulates wealth, people change their eating habits, their lifestyles, and their sanitation systems. As wealth accumulates, more people die of quote-unquote rich diseases than of quote-unquote poor diseases or diseases of poverty, okay? Because these diseases of affluence are very, very tightly linked, causationally, not correlated, causationally linked to eating habits, or sometimes they're called diseases of nutritional extravagance. The vast majority of these uh, diseases are the, the top killers of people in the United States, of Western countries, because we die of diseases of affluence. And diabetes is one of those diseases. In one of the largest nutritional studies on diabetes, it was found that whole plant foods reduce the amount of insulin that you need to use as a diabetic, whether you are type one or type two. Now, this of course works better for type two diabetics because they haven't suffered the damage to the pancreatic cells in their pancreas. They haven't suffered the same damage that a type one diabetic has by the time they're diagnosed. In this study, there were type 1 diabetics and type 2 diabetics, and they were in a hospital setting, meaning they were able to control three meals a day what they ate. It's not very often that you get to see studies like this because there's all kinds of ins and outs and ethical dilemmas when you control everything a person does for, for that long for these kind of studies. So after just three weeks of a diet consisting of all whole food, whole food plant-based meals, all whole plant foods, I should say, so we're not eating like vegan hamburgers, we're eating actual vegetables <laughs> and fruits, um, and only having two to three ounces of animal protein per day in both groups. In the type one diabetics, they were able to reduce their insulin dependence by 40%. The type one diabetics, all but one of those patients were able to completely get off of their insulin. Better yet, this nutrition pattern combined with moderate, very moderate, like some gentle walking every day, exercise is shown to reduce type 2 diabetes ever beginning by over 60%. So what does that mean for you? How do you implement that in your own life? If you are suffering from type 1 diabetes or a loved one is suffering from type 1 diabetes, how do you change? Mind you, that study, those uh, people were able to get off their insulin in three weeks. I don't know if I said that. It was three weeks of plant-based eating. Now, if they return to not eating plant-based foods any longer, guess what happens? They're going to go right back into that disease process. Um, so both cases, those, those were three weeks. Actually, before I talk about what that means for you, let me talk about one more thing. So one of the most nutrient, most deficient, let me put it that way, nutrients that a type 2 diabetic is deficient in, I said that in a weird way, but you understand what I'm saying. Type 2 diabetics are deficient in one nutrient. And you're probably thinking, well, gosh, I don't know what it is. Chromium. Okay. They have a big deficiency in chromium. Chromium is shown to regulate blood sugar in so many ways. But what happens is if somebody's eating an ultra processed kind of Western style diet that uses, it causes the body to use a lot of chromium. And then there's no chromium for the, to help the insulin usher the sugar into the cells. You need both, right? So um, we'll talk more about that in a minute, but let's talk about what you can do. What does all this mean for you? So what that means is whether we're treating or preventing type two diabetes, there's a few key factors. Number one, 
whole plant foods. I have a whole plant food reset. I will link that in the show notes at AudreyChristie.com forward slash 172. AudreyChristie.com forward slash 172. I will link my whole foods plant-based reset so that you can get just a little sample of what it's like to eat that way on a daily basis. Again, we're not saying absolutely no animal protein. We are just saying minimal. So three ounces or less per day. Trust me, you can do it and you don't need to worry about your protein levels. Okay. The second thing, so that that's the primary focus. Now, it's not to say that you can never, you know, have a, a meal that is not that ever again, but we need 80 to 90% of your meals to be that way. You're aiming for 40 to 50 grams of fiber every single day, 40 to 50 grams of fiber. And then supplementally, what we're doing to get that blood sugar under control is we're using curcumin and kerosene. We're using chromium and we're using ALA, especially if you're experiencing any, um, numbness or tingling peripheral neuropathy in your hands and feet and any of that stuff. Um, ALA is very useful. ALA is uh, evening primrose oil, by the way, it's very useful in uh, stopping for treating and preventing peripheral neuropathy associated with diabetes. Lots and lots of studies to back that up because it improves the electrical conduction. So we're using chromium to improve the insulin resistance to make it less resistant. We're using ALA or evening primrose oil to improve the electrical conduction in your uh, nervous system, in your limbs. We're using kerosene as a master antioxidant because all of these processes that are going on in your body, your body struggling like this is severely depleting your antioxidant level. And that creates a cascade effect for several other health issues. And then we're working on your cellular energy level. When your body has the minerals that it needs, when your mitochondria are functioning in a way that's providing energy to your body, that helps you both on the energetic level as well as the physical level for your cells to communicate better. And then on an energetic level, we're working on that underlying root cause, often of something like it loves starvation, that you're really intensely emotionally insulated. So we're working on those energetic patterns as well. So to wrap this up, we have learned what diabetes is and we know why we should care about it because those uh, stray glucose cells running around, they end up damaging our peripheral nerves. They end up damaging the nerves and the retina of the eye. They end up damaging the cells of the kidneys, right? So we want to make sure that everything is functioning in a good way because death is inevitable, right? But we want those the years as we go on to be easy and full of life and joy and vibrance and not sickness and disease. So we know that we're eating a whole food plant-based diet if we've been diagnosed with insulin resistance, if we've been diagnosed with diabetes, if we um, are on the cusp of diabetes. And you can look at a couple different labs. Hemoglobin A1C is a good one to look at, but there are others to determine your blood sugar dysregulation to determine your insulin resistance. We are taking kerosene and chromium and maybe some curcumin. I didn't mention that, but maybe some curcumin and some ALA to make sure we're giving our body the micronutrients that it needs that we might be missing out otherwise in 
you know, just the, the normal food production mess that is our Western civilization. And, you know, this is a good time to let you know that if you're looking to DIY your healing journey, whether it's something like type 2 diabetes or anything else, and you're looking for a community with lots of support and a, com- a practitioner-led component, then make sure you check out the Root Cause Revolution membership. It's my monthly membership program, and we have an incredible community there. The membership is jam-packed. I've had so many people tell, tell me that this has made more difference from them than the thousands they've spent on coaches and courses and functional med docs. Every single month, we meet to have live Q&A calls, so you can ask me any question that you have. We have a live energy healing session each month, plus there's a whole video and assessment library of information that is included in your membership. You get big savings on practitioner-grade supplements and lab tests. There's always new content coming in, and there's a free private forum that is not on Facebook. You can get all of that information at audreychristie.com forward slash membership. If you want to learn more about me, how to implement these things into your life to feel better in simple, practical, and sustainable ways, be sure to head over to audreychristie.com, grab a free download, check out the three-day plant-based reset, uh, check out online courses on this very topic, memberships, all that stuff. Everything's there, resources, free resources for you to create your own health and wellness revolution. I'm always rooting for you, friend, and I'm so thankful for you listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.